Welcome to this special bonus episode, not a normal episode of Big Meeting, with me, Adrian. And of course, Pete's here too, aren't you, Pete? Yes. Great, glad to hear it. It's time for Big Meeting, The Lost Pitches. Now, before the two of us go into one of our big meetings, we have a bit of a brainstorming session where we throw around pitch ideas for movies. This special episode is your chance to listen in to that brainstorming session, and you're going to hear pitches that you've never heard before in any of our normal episodes. I hope that all makes sense. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Big Meeting, The Lost Pitches. Pete, let's do it. Are you ready? Yes. Barnaboyd. <laughs> Barnaboy. Good start. John Goodman builds a robot lion in his basement. Barnaboyd. <laughs> I like a lot of what you just said. Good. I don't like John Goodman. You? What do you mean? Why not? He's a fantastic actor. Don't know. Not my bag. All right. Well, imagine him building a robot lion in his basement. <laughs> I love that. Uh, in his basement, is he married? Is he single? Yes. No, he has a. Uh, he's married. He has a family. He has a fully functioning social life. Yeah. And uh, other hobbies. He work. He's a. He's a union man. He works uh, an honest job. He likes his burgers on a Friday night. Yeah. He's a all American, normal nice, normal guy. But he builds a robot lion in his basement. So uh, maybe this is one where you're. Uh, he's building something. You don't see what it is. The story is fairly straight and uh, slow. Yeah. And actually, you just see him like, hey, guys, how's it going? Yeah, nice one. Yeah, and just getting on with his work. Yeah. You see him doing this thing. Yeah. And basically, you're always expecting some big, crazy thing to happen, and nothing ever does. Uh, yeah. And then he just says, come around to my house. I've made this thing. And there's this, like, fantastical line. And they just go, wow. And that's the end. It could be that. That's fine. And the line is, it's like, it's made, like, powered by steam or something. But, uh, or, alternatively... Uh, you don't ever see the finished item. You just know he's working on something. And the film's just a normal film. And then at the end, it has one of those end cards with all the text on it. And it says, it t- turns out... <laughs> what John was building was a robot lion. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. But when you say normal, a normal film, you mean a yeah, film one, with... one of those normal films? It's just like a film. Uh, it's just like... <laughs> it's like a... Like a uh, family drama. Brave. Uh, about, you know, a man uh, in today's America. Honestly, why aren't there films where it's just a guy goes to work, comes home, goes to bed. There's no, like, point. There's no, like, big thing that these, like, <laughs> There's no Hollywood plot. types no are trying quote to say. Plot, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Get over yourself. Let's make one. Just that. And then at the end it says he was making a, <laughs> he was making a robot lion. <clears throat> and then it flashes up with, like, a... Um, you know when you watch a film and you don't really realise till the end it was actually a true story, a true story, and yeah. then they show pictures of the real people who were the thing. <laughs> the so guy then, with his like weird robot lion. Yeah, it's all it's got is a different guy. Yeah. Uh, who look who's sort of sim- similar type to John Goodman, uh, with a robot lion next to him, like a black and white sort of like slightly torn photo, and you're like, what? And then that's it. I do like the idea of a, of a of a slightly twee and like. A slightly twee scene at the end where you see this robot line being turned on and there's kind of like, there's kind of charming music and the robot line does a little kind of dance and John Goodman is just looking at it with tears in his eyes and everyone else is like, it's quite nice. And they kind of give a little round of applause. But there's, like, there's no big dramatic... 
twist. What? There's nothing dramatic happens. It's just you just watch him showing them Cry. His, his special. No, just watch mm. watch him showing him his special thing, and it's like oh, it's lovely. It zooms in on his tears, and then you see uh, in the reflection of one of his tears, you see Barna Boyd. <laughs> Pitch me. Save the West till last. Cold War times. USSR and US scientists race to make a breakthrough in self-growing fight cubes. <laughs> Meanwhile, an eccentric explorer becomes lost in Antarctica and tries to establish a new global superpower by declaring independence. L. McPherson shoots helicopter missiles at the icy pseudonation to settle matters. Hang on, what? The icy pseudonation being the... Antarctica. 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 <laughs> uh, Cold War? Mm. What is the, you, the substance? You, sorry, what is the thing they're trying to do? I was to about develop? to say, you sure you don't want to know any more no, about phi cubes? I, I think I want to know a little bit more about phi cubes. Are they cubes? Phi cubes are, you know, do you know what a dolly mixture cube looks like where it has I, rounded edges? Yes, I do, yeah. Exactly that, but hand size. Hand size. That's a phi cube. Ma uh, opalescent. Opalescent <laughs> phi cube. And what do they do? Never, never specified. But they are important to both both they're, superpowers. They are the MacGuffin of this film. MacGuffin. Would you like to know how I came up with the word Fi Cube? Uh, alcohol? <laughs> I mistyped something on my phone and just left it there. That's always the best way. But then I thought, but that's... That's that's how they invented the... A lot um, of things, boat. I reckon. A lot of things. I reckon a lot of Star Wars was basically George Lucas lent on his typewriter. and the e Ewok? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Self-growing phi cubes. Self-growing, self sorry, yes. I'm, I actually slightly glossed over that. Self-growing. So these are organic, are they? No. Normally, not. Well, sorry. Normally not. Normally expensive. Man-made. Man-made phi cubes <laughs> in Cold War factories. Yes. Um, but they realise, theoretically, you should be able to self-grow a phi cube in a Petri dish. And is this set in a, the real world? Is this, are, we, are we sort of saying that this could have actually been happening like 50 years ago? We just didn't know about it because it's sort of an isolated story. Yes, exactly Good. that. <laughs> and Antarctica mm. uh, could have existed as a pseudo-nation but then was was um, uh, neutralised. By Al McPherson. By Al McPherson. <laughs> who, sorry, who does she play again? El McPherson. Shoots I'm going to read you what it says. El McPherson shoots helicopter missiles at the ICC donation. So she doesn't. She plays. She is herself. Yes. Right. Um, so she's a, a, a she. A timeless El McPherson. Who is a, some sort of uh, attack helicopter pilot? Yep. Who is sent in to destroy the nation? So she works for the Americans. She is Australian, isn't she? Yes. I think she works for the Australians. <laughs> okay, who aren't involved in this uh, thing about five cubes? Because that was that's the Soviets. Not, and the... No, not at all. I mean, that's that's a that's, <laughs> that's a, ridiculous. That's a, that's a Cold War thing, and she is like it's a separate issue she has. Exactly, and the Australian government say we can see this whole Antarctica thing getting out of hand and being the next battle battleground of the Cold War. So we okay. must somebody has to do something about this. Send in El McPherson, Black Ops, destroy. Yep. Get straight out. No one will suspect the Australians. Pitch over. Pitch me, please. This is called A Dog is Working in the Pub. 
JK off of Jamiroquai and Nicholas Lindhurst inherit a pub. When a dog turns up for a shift on their first evening, it's anyone's guess as to what will happen, and in a farcical third act, JK's improvised religion comes unstuck. Although it's pretty madcap and a bit yep, silly, yep, yep. it has a soul, this film, doesn't it? It has, oh, a, yeah. has, a, has a deep, deep heart. Nicholas Lindhurst is like, you're making this religion up as you go along, and there's like a big fight, like, like with, uh, you know, between when, when the emotion starts to come out. Ah. At the end of the film... Uh, Nicholas uh, J.K. is quite depressed by all this and sort of you know hangs up his shamanic robes, and Nicholas Lindhurst comes in wearing them and starts to improvise what? What? a ceremony to kind of cheer J.K. up and get him back into it, and they're all friends again. Does he release a song to go along with his film? Yep, it's called um, "Follow Me Into the Golden Times." Oh, pitch me, Vivienne. Pierce Brosnan volunteers for medical testing, which involves spending four months with two other people in isolation while the effects of the drugs being tested are observed in an underground pod. It becomes clear that it's really a social experiment designed to see how the three can cope with no access to solid floors. <laughs> um, four months, Vivienne. Uh, four months? Yeah, they have to spend four months. They have to spend four months. Yeah, in the pod. Not the film is four months long. We haven't done an idea where the film is four months long yet. Next time. Next time on... Now, I would pay good, hard, cold cash coins. Quantex. Quintox. I would pay hard Bitcoin to see Pierce Brosnan pretend that there's no floor. (laughs) I would love Uh, to see him. But you're saying, what do you mean pretend? That there is no floor. There are no floors. There are no solid floors in the pod. So he's not acting, it's real. It's real. In fact, the actors didn't know. I love it. I kind of love it and kind of hate it when Pierce Brosnan does comedy. Oh, I hate it. I think I hate it. But I would love to see him... It's funny the first time. I'd love to see him sort of floundering about in a kind of... He's all suave and then he suddenly starts just like, oh, there's no floor. You know that in films you sort of hear that, oh, well, they actually threw cold water over her to give... So she'd give a proper reaction. It's like that for the entire shoot of the film so they don't tell him that there's no, no floor exactly. he goes into this pod and suddenly they press a button and the floor falls away no floor no floor and he's like guys They're like carry on <laughs> carry on Pierce <laughs> no but I I didn't sign up for this my agent <laughs> it was in the contract you just didn't read it properly that's it you've discovered the lost pitches Big Meeting on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and at bigmeeting.horse. Yeah, all the other URLs were taken. 